for the first time this is flickstock 103 this is episode 103 where we have the omniflix community coming together every wednesday at 2 pm utc to discuss all that's happening within the flixverse as well as in the wider cosmos ecosystem firstly a special shout out and thanks to terraspaces for archiving all of this content and distributing them across multiple publishing platforms like google podcasts apple music and apple podcasts and spotify they also have their website on terraspaces and flixspaces.com uh, you should be able to check out all of the content archived up until now right there including a lot more from within the cosmos ecosystem if this is a quick brief intro about uh, flix talk uh, we just celebrated our 100th episode the start of the year and since then we've been featuring ecosystem partners people that we work worked with and uh, will continue to work with all throughout uh, this week we have elena from uh, noble noble is an asset issuance chain and i'll let elena uh, take over from here elena can you give us a quick overview about yourself uh, before we get into noble about yourself have you got into web3 and uh, have you got into cosmos awesome thank you so much for the um introduction and super cool that these episodes are being um archived and then distributed um across sort of main uh podcast hosting platforms uh so i'm yelena i'm the uh co-founder uh, of noble so noble is a cosmos chain uh we uh are very purpose built for one very specific application which is asset issuance so you know we don't do sort of defi or you know trading or you know nfts or anything like this um in terms of um kind of application and use cases we very much uh, focus on one use case and that's working with asset issuers to uh, help them onboard into the cosmos ecosystem um and so we've worked with circle to um help bring native uscc to cosmos and uh we actually announced today uh so very happy to be chatting about this um but we announced today that we're actually bringing um an, a real world asset to the cosmos ecosystem which is a asset called usyc it's issued by hashnote um and it gives uh, uh the tokenized uh crypto asset gives exposure to um short term government bonds us government bonds so we talked a little bit about that but um yeah I, i guess a little bit about me um i've been a cosmos core contributor for the past uh number of years before that i uh, worked with other protocols including tfinity and celo um yeah just been like a enthusiast in the space for a while um mostly focused on things like product development go to market 
marketing, um, you know, BD, things like this. Um, and yeah, came up with the idea for Noble um, actually after UST depegged, and uh, that caused a lot of challenges for projects in the space. Um, and I'm also the co-founder of a uh, advocacy organization here in Canada called the Canadian Web3 Council. So really passionate about policy and regulations and things like this. So thanks for having me. That is very nice to hear, uh, Yelena. Uh, we also have uh, Liam in the house. Uh, Liam, how are we doing today? Hey, Chris. Uh, it's good to have you here hosting, hosting the space with me. Um, I feel like it's been a while. Uh, we haven't had you on here as much as, you know, you have been in the past because you've been so busy. So, yeah, good to have you here. And obviously, hey, Yelena, how are you doing? Uh, have you been since uh, the London meetup? Yeah, that was that was a really great meetup. It was great to meet you in person. Um, uh, yeah, I've been pretty good, uh, pretty busy, but uh, pretty good. Um, the the London meetup was actually very impressive. I didn't know there was such a large uh, like crypto cosmos community out there. So, uh, what what did you think of the meetup? Yeah, I thought it went quite well. Um, obviously, we we've needed like a cosmos crypto meetup in in the UK for a long time. Like me and Danny and a few other people, even like Litbit from Notional, have said like there's there's definitely like a cosmos community in the uk it's just we don't have anyone who could organize them or anyone who's willing to organize them so yeah really grateful for you doing that it was, uh, it was nice um obviously if we could have done three days it would have been amazing but uh you've got to start start with a small one first right and then expand that is very nice uh, that is very right and as with most ecosystems uh unless we host an event we do not actually know uh, how many people are involved? You know, we do experience that in Asia, and uh, you know, definitely uh, great going. And uh, Elena, like I, I really am interested in the USYC part. I did read about that, the RWA, and you know how the yield from can shift from uh, the treasury bonds, not or uh, you know the asset itself, uh, to other assets issued on the noble chain, like. We'll discuss that, but I have one quick question. Like, uh, I've heard that, uh, or I've known that you worked in other ecosystems in the past and uh, then moved to Cosmos. Like, what triggered that move and what piqued your interest within the ecosystem? Yeah, it's a great question. So, um, I mean, I guess we'll kind of go back in history a little bit. So, uh, I, I grew up uh, in, in Canada, in Toronto, well, born in Toronto, grew up nearby. And so, uh, was really fortunate to actually be exposed to the early Ethereum community uh, here in Toronto. So I'm sure many people know uh, Vitalik, uh, you know, is from Toronto. Many of the other Ethereum co-founders are, are from, from here, or, or at least from, from the area, if not the city itself. And so uh, I was very fortunate to be able to attend early meetups um, at the University of Toronto, where, where, where I studied um, my university studies. And, uh, you know, was always very kind of fascinated with this idea of a global compute platform where you can, you know, quite permissionlessly spin up these kind of applications that can, you know, run in a sort of decentralized manner. And, and you know, you can, you know, do things like tokenization and, and, you know, smart contracts and all of these things. And so, you know, I got really kind of hooked on this idea, but it was still early days. Um, so, yeah, this was like 2015 before the ICO boom and, and kind of before that idea spread to other protocols and so sort of waited and uh, kind of patiently to see what things would uh, come out of 
you know, these ideas. And then eventually I uh, was fortunate enough to be offered a role uh, very early on uh, with Definity. And it was also an opportunity to move to San Francisco and, and live in, in the Bay Area and work in the Bay Area and something I always wanted to do. So, you know, really just took that opportunity again, very like early in the kind of boom of, uh, you know, all these other kind of uh, blockchain uh, kind of uh, compute platforms that, you know, were called like Ethereum killers and, and things like this. I don't know who remembers this. Um, anyways, just honestly, an opportunity to learn. Um, that's always kind of been my like MO. I, I'm just a highly open-minded, curious person. And so, yeah, uh, that I just, it was really honestly just happenstance and, and kind of luck that um, I got to join uh, a project as sort of as significant and, you know, as meaningful as Definity in the early days. I remember Dominic even actually, you know, did, um, you know, like meetups. Uh, Dominic's the founder of Definity, you know, with Jaquan and Talik and like others. So, you know, in the early days, no one really knew exactly how things would evolve from um, uh, kind of, you know, architecture network kind of perspective, I guess. And so, you know, it was just a great like time to learn and eventually um, decided to leave the project for, for, for a variety of reasons, but kind of always um, stay close to folks there. And so, yeah, I, I, while I was at Definity, obviously I was kind of introduced to other, other protocols, other, other ecosystems. Um, and one of those uh, was Cosmos. And, and I always highly admired kind of, you know, what Cosmos is able to achieve, you know, obviously the launch of the Cosmos hub. I actually watched that live um, from the Palo Alto office. Um, at Definity uh, when that happened, which was, I guess, January of 2019 or, or something like this, um, and was just, you know, kind of fascinated with how, you know, kind of on top of everything, uh, the, you know, the team, like, the founders were and, and kind of the, the surrounding team around proof of stake and things like this and the early validator community. And so, yeah, I was always sort of like in the background watching. And then eventually there was an opportunity to join kind of um, one of the core teams full time. And then I, I took that uh, in early 2020. So honestly, just kind of, yeah, patiently kind of waited, stuck around, observed, and then, you know, kind of naturally found myself um, working in the space. That is very nice. Uh, I mean, you've uh, explored the ecosystem at large, you know, I've been following the uh, path around uh, or the the journey of uh, Ethereum, definitely I remember the Ethereum killers that time. Uh, I was also there uh, watching the launch of uh, the Cosmos Hub and uh, IBC. And it is very interesting that you watched the launch of the hub from the Definity office. Uh, that uh, you know, that uh, says a lot about uh, the kind of people involved and the kind of people that are collaborating together. And uh, yeah, uh, that is very nice. And uh, you know, wanted to ask a few more questions as a builder. But uh, I'll let Liam take over. Liam, do you have any specific questions in the segment before we move? Yeah, I mean, actually, I, I don't know how much time we have um, with, with you, Yelena. I have a ton of questions that I think could be really interesting. Um, but just following on from what Sisla said, um, it seems like you know you've had quite a journey because um, obviously you know you're now yeah. uh, co-founder of Noble. Are you talking? Sure, I'm not able to hear you, unfortunately. Yeah, let me check. Can anyone hear me, Yelena? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'll message Sisla so he knows. Um, it might just be a problem his end. Um, my question, Yelena, was like where you've been in, involved like quite a lot in different projects. Like, how's the journey been for you? Like, how's it been to go from, uh, like, Definity, seeing the Cosmos Hub launch, to now kind of, like, being a co-founder of Noble? Like, 
how have the responsibilities changed? What's it been like um, at Noble? Has it been difficult? Have you like found it really easy or is it, you know, be interested to hear your journey? I think it's quite a unique one. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Um, you know, a, a lot of people uh, that I think stick around uh, kind of through all the cycles and all the kind of, you know, um, stress and trauma sometimes, you know, I think they see a lot. And, um, and I think it kind of keeps you kind of humble because, like, it is still very early days in terms of how, um, you know, these applicate, you know, these things will develop, whether it's, you know, use cases or whether it's like more kind of like on the protocol, like kind of um, side in terms of like, you know, fundamental kind of research and development that kind of takes place. Um, you know, there's so much like vocabulary and kind of new designs and kind of new systems thinking that kind of arises um, constantly. And I think it just kind of keeps you on your toes um, and, and kind of like forces you to kind of like be a little bit humble because these you know, these projects um, and kind of these communities like, you know, rapidly kind of evolve. So I remember, you know, like when I was at Divinity, again, in the early days, uh, you know, with that um, kind of meme of like Ethereum killers, you know, you had so many of them, including, the, you know, Divinity was definitely like under, under that category. And, you know, eventually, you know, um, I got to see from the inside, like what what it looked like to kind of take this like like position and to also, you know, hire the best talent like it was, it was it was really amazing actually to be at Definity. like in the early days like on the inside uh, I think a lot of people sort of you know unfortunately don't have that perspective but um you know hired truly like, incredible talent like the most like nicest like smartest people I've ever met you know one of the founders of WebAssembly and like you know the like world-renowned cryptographers and things like this and so you know, kind of being on the inside and seeing how like the the sausage is made, so to speak, it it kind of gave me like some perspective, like whoa, like first of all, um, you know, it, it's 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 humbling, like I guess this is like the best way to put it, and so um, and so I guess like kind of taking that perspective and then like fast forward a few years, it, it's definitely um, I don't know, kind of like values or approaches I I, I try to maintain, like to be open minded and humble and curious and like not too like not too like extreme like hardlined or like definitely not extremist in, in my thinking or, or anything like this and so yeah I guess like again being on the inside with all these like with various projects like in the early days um gives you that um privilege I think because you know you're kind of like um more of an active participant in the story if that makes sense yeah I think it, I think it does um and I was wondering like what it's like to kind of work with organizations as well like you know like circle or maybe you've even had some talks with coinbase perhaps um because that's quite unique with noble um to be able to work with these kind of organizations so um yeah has that been different to people you've worked with in the past yeah i guess like the two two uh lessons um i've kind of drawn from, from those experiences one um it's really important to have like a very um like strong understanding of like how various stakeholders like relate to one another right when you're working with such a large uh, organization um you know i think circle has like a thousand employees coinbase has you know even more than like many thousands of employees it's it's really important to understand you know, like how like stakeholders kind of interact um you know not not even from like a decision making perspective necessarily but more from like from like a influence making perspective so you know how do how do you sort of um kind of you know get um you know uh, folks kind of um 
comfortable with, with certain ideas. So in, in the early days when we were kind of pitching the idea for Noble to kind of various stakeholders, including Circle, um, it was really important to be highly, highly kind of specific and concrete and, and kind of comprehensive and, you know, what we were trying to achieve. And even though it was very early days and, and things would evolve, it, it was important to kind of do that, to have that process of constant kind of, um, you know, feedback and Honestly, this is something pol- like politicians do if, if like they're good, but like they're really good at stakeholder management. Um, and, and honestly, that's what it is. Like, how do you make sure that like the kind of decision makers and kind of those that have like a stake in your, um, you know, in your idea uh, are, are, again, comfortable and, and kind of brought in um, in, in, a, in a meaningful way and, and, in, and in, a, in a legitimate, like valuable way, not just like kind of uh, in a superficial way. And so. That's what, uh, you know, we tried to do with, um, with Circle and it took, it took months, you know, I, I know that, for example, like the launch itself of USDC was a bit delayed on Noble, um, not, not a bit, maybe more than a bit, but, um, you know, there were actually reasons for that, like kind of on the back end that people weren't like privy to. And so, you know, just again, like seeing on top of these things, even when things are kind of challenging and, and there's delays and maybe FUD and, and things like this is just, you know, really important. Um, and, and, uh, yeah, I mean, Coinbase is, is, is a, a great company, obviously, uh, very kind of excited and, and proud that we were able to, um, that, that they were actually the first centralized exchange to support Noble. Um, and, uh, a lot of that actually is a kind of legacy of the fact that, uh, Coinbase and Circle have a great relationship. So, you know, we were kind of brought into that fold. Um, but yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it's, it's uh, it's a lot about understanding, um, you know, how like, again like stakeholders interact with each other. Also, in a very decentralized way, like um, you know, Circle is really interesting. Like the, the 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 teams themselves are like very autonomous. I would say, like the product team versus the engineer team, the security team. I mean, they definitely work together. But you know, if if you have let's say um, someone on the product team sort of bought it, that doesn't necessarily mean that translates to like every other um, kind of team. Um, you know. Um, within the org. So um, kind of being very thoughtful about um, yeah, how information is shared, like how feedback takes place. I mean, these things sound kind of simple, but um, they, they, uh, it, it takes, it takes some work for sure. Oh yeah, totally. Um, when you said stakeholder management, like this really, really like stood out to me because I feel like this is something that requires a lot of emotional, uh, like EQ, emotional, like quality. Um, and it's the same even for projects and even like people like myself and Danny in the space, for example, people like Steve, like we don't really look at people as stakeholders per se. We just look at them as like community members. Right. And you, you kind of have to do a lot of work. To, I wouldn't use the word management either. I'd use kind of like um, you just kind of have to engage with these people. And if you don't, there's a massive void that needs filling. Right. People don't understand like you're saying with with like kind of managing the stakeholders of Noble and, and Circle and their employees and all this stuff. So yeah, I really relate to that. And um, I just had a thought that basically it, it must get extremely, extremely complicated when you start thinking of stakeholders of Noble on an interchain level, right? So not the direct stakeholders um, like Noble or Coinbase, but the slightly less direct stakeholders like OmniFlip and you know other chains in Cosmos, the Cosmos Hub, um, you know, all of these different communities, basically. So, um, yeah, I mean, what, what are your thoughts kind of towards those types of stakeholders? How does Noble plan to, say, work with OmniFlex or with creators on OmniFlex? Or maybe you can explain that 
for other chains as well. It'd be really interesting because that must be difficult. Uh, there's a lot of people to account for. Yeah, maybe I can actually take even a step back for, for a moment um, and maybe like be a little bit more esoteric. So obviously a lot of um, kind of thinking around kind of system, like blockchain design and systems design and, you know, things like how do we prevent collusion and how do we um, kind of have these like trustless systems where, you know, X portion of the network doesn't take the other, you know, overtake the other portion of the network. How do we have sufficient decentralization? Things like, you know, the, the, the Nakamoto coefficient. You know, these are all very um, obviously like pr um, kind of designs and principles rooted in computer science and in math and and so forth. Um, and so like actually my passion has always been like more on the human side of things. So, yes, like absolutely, you know, things like BFT and Tendermint, you know, need to be robustly, you know, um, engineered and specified and you know, audited and all of these things and kind of maintained to, um, you know, make sure that people don't like like lose their money and like hacks don't happen and things like this but um you know for me i've kind of taken like let's say like the uh kind of human analog approach to this which is okay well now we have like actual humans involved in, in these you know networks right it's not just like you know like nodes and you know a bunch of validators just passively um you know spinning up like hardware nodes um so how do we uh actually um kind of uh, ensure that from like more of like a human kind of organizational kind of systems perspective, there's like, um, yeah, like there's like some robustness and some co cohesion. And, and actually that's like kind of how Noble started out, right? Like if you think about like our entire mission, um, our entire mission is to serve the ecosystem uh, in, in a meaningful way. So whether that's creators on Omniflix or, um, you know, traders on DYDX or, or you know, what have, like what what have you like whatever that user is we want to like kind of be there for them um and you know that doesn't mean we're necessarily going to like spread ourselves like super thin or do more than we can handle but actually have like a very specific thing that we do that can actually all serve all of those people at once and honestly like bring like something like bringing an AVOCC to cosmos was just like a perfect first step in that direction right um for many reasons and uh, again i've talked about this in the past but was honestly quite um uh motivated after what happened with Terra, like and as horrible as, as an event that was um in fact i was actually like paying my rent when i was living in la in ust like when the dpeg happened which was kind of interesting um and that was horrible for myself and, and many other people but after like the kind of like the things died down um you know it was like okay well how do we actually like fix things and yeah i you know again like having kind of like a neutral trusted reliable partner in in the ecosystem to you know again do something like very specific very but also very useful um was kind of a no-brainer um and i guess you know that was kind of the thought process and the and eventually like the events like you know kind of subsequent to that thought process that kind of you know materialized and and you know eventually uh, uh, resulted in noble yeah, I think the people part is so important. So I super, super relate to that. I think that's what is important to me as well. It's always, I've always like struggled with, say like the, the, the almost like the business development side of crypto, right? Because I feel like although you're speaking with people, it's a lot of needs for businesses and like machines and organization. But like the community side, I really love because uh, you get to work with these people and so on. So yeah. That was like all super interesting. Um, so thanks for sharing um, all of that there. Um, to talk a little bit more maybe about kind of like Noble and 
you know, USDC is the main asset that you've been issuing so far. Um, I believe you're just short of 100 million issued at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, uh, about 100 million or almost 100 million. And um, we went live in late September 2013. So, uh, you know, about yep. four months, I guess. It's pretty, pretty decent, isn't it? It's pretty good. And then, I mean, like Cosmos has needed um, native stable coins for a long time. It was always kind of, kind of considered a bit of, especially after USD, I guess, you know, when USD collapsed, it was like, oh, you know, hang on a second, we kind of need, we need USDC or USDT liquidity. Um, so yeah, that's been a big help, I guess. It's been a bit of a, um, like a point that's kind of restricting the flow of money into, into Cosmos for a lot of people. So I think that's been super, super useful. Um, what have you seen, like with the usage of like USDC and the ecosystem? Uh, I don't know if you get to track that at Noble, but um, what what kind of uh, people have you seen coming in? Uh, where have you seen USDC kind of going? Be good to hear um, your insights on that. Yeah, I mean, we we definitely track um, kind of adoption, and and it does um, oscillate. Like you know, uh, one day we'll see a lot of kind of inflows to you know something like Kajira, another day you know more to, towards DYDX. Um, Osmos is still um, kind of retains a lot of that activity in terms of um, kind of overall transaction volume. Um, but uh, the cool thing actually uh, for me has been using Noble as a way to uh, get people kind of interested in, in Cosmos and kind of excited about Cosmos. So I've had people like directly reach out and be like, hey, like, you know, I heard Noble was doing this thing with stable coins. Well, I have this like airdrop that I want to like you know, convert to USDC. Okay, how do I do that? And now all of a sudden you get into a conversation around, you know, IBC and, um, you know, Kepler and, you know, a variety of kind of facets, uh, you know, different wallets, you know, with, with like in our ecosystem. So it's, it's almost like a conversation starter. Um, I actually think Adam was supposed to originally sort of be this kind of like like hub, right? If you think about it, like as the first kind of token uh, to kind of launch and like first chain to launch in, in the space, um, you know, it obviously had a lot of integration points, still does with many exchanges and and and, and things like this. And um, you know, obviously, you know, validators, uh, you know, there's a very professional validator set around the Atom token. And I think Adam was actually yes, was supposed to fulfill this role of kind of being the entryway to the ecosystem and kind of getting people onboarded and. This like coordination mechanism, like coordination hub for for the larger cosmos, and you know I think that they still definitely has like a kind of um, role to play in all those facets. But I would say Noble is also um, like doing that um, on some level, right? We have you know um, obviously it's you know been four months, so we're not like like I would say probably definitely don't have as many IBC connections as the hub does, but um, we're getting there, and um, you know kind of being this like coordination mechanism, so. Um, you know, uh, still kind of, you know, have a lot to, um, we still have a lot to see in terms of like where, um, kind of like how people will be using USDC. Actually, one, one thing I'm super proud of and excited for, um, is, um, uh, payments. Um, and so we have a partnership with Cypher Wallet. Cypher Wallet is, uh, a self-custodial wallet in, in the space. It, um, and they actually have a debit card associated with their wallet. So you could load up your wallet with um, actually any um, IBC token 
and um, you can uh, convert that to USCC within the app and then actually use USCC in stores for payments. So um, it's actually a really nice flow. I've, I've used it multiple times now and we've done about $250,000 of in-store transactions with USCC issued from Noble uh, with this debit card. So uh, that's something I'm really excited about because you can have Atom, you can have Osmo, you know, simply swap that for USDC within the app, load up your, you know, uh, debit card uh, with, with the USDC and then literally just like tap it as you would use your normal kind of bank card uh, in any store. And we've actually seen this card be, or this, um, yeah, this debit card and, and Noble USDC be used um, all around the world, um, including, um, yeah, like Slovenia and Japan and I mean, obviously Canada because I've used it here, but um, yeah. So anyways, th th there's going to be a lot more kind of examples, I think, of people kind of just building like great products and applications that like uses USDC and Cosmos. I think that's the, the killer use, isn't it, of stable coins. It's, it's payments digitally and um, I guess in the real world as well, right? Like being able to even purchase cryptocurrency, NFTs, you know, like buy coffee. It's, it's basically the unit of account especially the US dollar globally. So um, yeah, I'm well, sure yeah. you'll see a lot more usage. Go ahead. Yeah, I, I mean, I was thinking about this, like, okay, like, let me put myself in the shoes of someone in like a high inflation country, whether that's, you know, Turkey or Argentina or, or somewhere else. And um, I obviously want to hold USD, but what better way than to just um, kind of sit on it um, kind of in this, like, in this, in this format, in this, like, stablecoin format and I only have to kind of spend it like when when I need to pay for stuff so I mean you know obviously it's like cash under your mattress but it's a lot more um easily managed right in in a crypto form and in like in an app um I don't have to like think about security in the same way like if you held a bunch of cash like under your mattress if you were like in one of these inflation high inflation countries first of all like if that cash was USD and second of all, uh, so from a security perspective, I'm, I'm a lot more comfortable, but from like a kind of personal, you know, financial management perspective, I'm also a lot more comfortable because, you know, you can really easily track sort of um, when and, and how you spend that, you know, USDC um, kind of in stores for, you know, basic necessities. So, I mean, we all know this, like we all know that like a killer use case for like crypto is like, you know, to kind of hedge yourself against inflation. But honestly, just like the ease of use and the UX and like the kind of delightful experience, um, you know, I think puts it on another level for me at least. And I think for average kind of folk, like people that don't really care about you know, kind of Bitcoin ideology. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's definitely nice to experience. I, I think this is quite relatable for a lot of um, people who might be interested in sort of like digital art and NFTs one day, like people who, um, or even in gaming, right? So I, I, I do a lot of gaming too, and I think it's all the same thing. It's like, you know, people, people look in at sometimes at NFTs and go, well, you know, maybe I'm interested. Some people just aren't, but like some people look in and go, oh, maybe I'm interested, but what's this like Flix token or what's this stars token that I have to buy first? What's the value of that fluctuates? What am I paying for this like in-game item or this NFT? So um yeah, I mean it's just it's just easier for people if that's the unit of account they use. Um so I was wondering, um, because we've spoken a lot about USDC and its usage. Um, in the real world and you know, how it's kind of like getting lots of people building apps and stuff that, that can leverage it. Um, what, what, what role do you see USDC playing in uh, 
let's use Omniflex specifically in like a NFT economy. Do you think it makes sense to have like USDC purchases? Maybe there's a different role it can play for like NFT treasuries. How do you imagine it being utilized, Noble USDC, on on something like Omniflex? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, creator payouts are like the obvious example that comes to my mind. So, you know, even um, things like um, kind of micropayments. So, um, I don't know, maybe someone really likes this like podcast episode and they want to kind of tip the the host, so to speak. You could do that in USDC and in a um, kind of an an efficient way. Um, obviously if you have something like NFT creators, um, you know, they obviously, um, you know, are competent, should be compensated as artists, as, 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 creators. And so, um, doing those payouts in USDC makes a lot of sense. Um, we're actually working, um, on that note with, um, company that's coming to Cosmos, um, a project that's coming to Cosmos called, uh, Settleist. And Settleist is a, a new chain that is being built by the folks from Crafton, and Crafton is a gaming company from Korea. They um, are the creators of PUBG, and they are actually um, uh, will be using this like this chain called Settleist to do um, creator payouts for for their game. They're they're kind of uh, in like game designers for various like like gaming assets. Um, and so, um, you know, we're, we're kind of working with them to kind of facilitate that. And so, you know, these like complicated workflows are definitely a lot more kind of feasible uh, when you have, um, um, you know, things like IBC on the back end and things like kind of noble kind of being this neutral layer. Um, but anyways, that's one example um, that would definitely ex- 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 extend to um, Omniflex, right? Like uh, for kind of your NFT kind of creator community. Um. So so yeah, that's one example that comes to mind. I was going to say as well, like when you said about tips and stuff, I was thinking of uh, Omniflex TV, right? Because there's a lot of uh, content that people are putting out uh, on Omniflex TV. Um, different like Cosmos projects, even um, maybe some of the creators here as well um, in the space. Uh, you know, people maybe like Chris or Tardigrades or Pega, um, and you can tip on Omniflix TV. Um, so I guess USDC would be a good fit in, in that sense as well, in the same kind of way uh, that you would tip creators on the space or uh, on, say, Setless, for example, as well. So that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, I, I forgot to mention, but my, my husband is a big fan of Omniflix. <laughs> we have a bunch of flicks that I didn't even actually know about um, until a few months ago. <laughs> so um, I think what you guys are doing is really cool and like very relatable. And, and he's an artist. So he, um, yeah, I think it's, it's, I think it's really awesome. So anyways. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Thanks. Yeah. There's always like, um, uh, it's great you managed to get, uh, was your husband in crypto already or did you kind of like crypto pill him? Oh no, we we grew up in the space together. Like, um, I I mean, I definitely got crypto pills before he did, and then you know slowly brought him in over the years. Um, and now you know he's highly knowledgeable. I mean, he's he's like not like in the space full time, but um, definitely does a lot of like <laughs> airdrop claiming and staking and DeFi stuff. So <laughs> yeah, he's very knowledgeable. Yeah, no. yeah totally, totally. Um, yeah, I was going to say, I've not managed to get any of my non-crypto family into crypto yet, but it sounds like, uh, obviously, to your husband, that he was already kind of on that journey, which makes it a lot easier. Um, I, I do think about this a lot, though, Yelena. It's like, how can we make 
um, crypto like more accessible to everyday people. Um, I guess maybe USDC and um, some of the like payment cards you, you're offering or you know can be used to spend USDC could be a good way. And I also think like NFTs are like one of the more relatable aspects for like everyday people, particularly just kind of like the PFP collections are more like crypto native products, I would say. They're very much for like crypto bros or crypto people. But um, I think a lot of the creators and Omniflix, they're, they're focused on maybe like music content or songs or playlists, or they're focused on video or they're doing just artwork, right? Like real artwork from real people rather than like this, the kind of PFP style. And I think these two areas are kind of like really important for getting everyday people into the space. I think NFTs and gaming is, is one. And then the other one is kind of like making the unit of account um, something that people are familiar with, which is, of course, USDC. So do you have any kind of thoughts on that? It's not really a question, but if you have any thoughts around it, we'd be interested. No, I, I mean, I think you, I think you've got it. I mean, one thing I'm, I'm uh, excited for is actually like other fiat stable coins. I know USD, USD stable coins are really um, valuable in DeFi and and uh, in trading and just as they are in the regular traditional markets. But I, I'm really excited about other stable coins because, because yeah, it unlocks those like more real world use cases like payments or remittances or what have you. Um, so we're actually working with a team in Japan to do yen stable coins. And then uh, I'm looking forward to hopefully confirming and establishing a um, uh, kind of a euro stable coin um, or multiple of those um, kind of partnership. Um, so, it, you know, that's that's just, like a, I guess, a side point. But um, yeah, very, very valuable stuff. Um, by the way, I do unfortunately have to hop in like a couple minutes, but um, yeah, just just, uh, just FYI. No, there's no worries at all. Um, I don't know if Sisler is is still here on the space because he wasn't able to hear either of us. Uh, so just a heads up for everyone listening, um, kind of why I've been taking the lead here. Um, but since you haven't got too long, Yelena, um, I had tons of questions that I think maybe it's just too much for today. Um, but I just guess um, before kind of leaving your final thought, uh, I wondered if you had any thoughts you could quickly share on um, A, what assets Noble plans to issue beyond just USDC. Um, obviously, you have the real world asset you mentioned, uh, USYC, I think you said. Uh, it's like a short term US government bond. So like the first part of the question is like what assets do you expect Noble to kind of launch? What do you have it, it, it planned or what do you hope to kind of launch? Because obviously it's hard to say what definitely will materialize. And then the second part of that question is what role do you think real world assets play in that issuance on Noble? And secondly, like, do you think real world assets is a big component of the next bull run? Because I've kind of seen it floated around a lot by a few different teams. So it seems to be a common trend. So I'd be interested if you could share those thoughts before you head off. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so in terms of other assets, I kind of alluded to it already, but um, kind of other fiat stable coins uh, are definitely part of uh, our roadmap. Again, I'm very passionate about kind of the, the real real world. Um, so other kind of getting other communities kind of comfortable, um, kind of with with these like with these with these crypto systems, and that, and part of that is actually introducing other fiat stable coins and 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 the use cases that arise out of that. Um, I think. Um, Another thing, actually, that we're kind of focused on, which is 
uh, actually more of like a noble owned kind of experience, like to onboarding into the Cosmos ecosystem. So kind of front end and more like kind of uh, building on, on that layer. Right now we build very much on the infrastructure side of things, um, but actually having kind of more, yeah, more of like a noble kind of front end experience. Um, so that's like just, it's not a new asset, but it's something that's kind of part of our, it's part of our roadmap. And then um, RWAs. You know, it's kind of really early to tell, to be honest, how big of a part of like the next kind of cycle RWOs will be. Right now, there's about 500 million outstanding of RWOs issued in the treasury space. Um, there's, there's a few players, like between five and 10 issuers, um, and they range somewhere between like 30 million of, of TVL to, um, you know, 120 million. So still relatively kind of a small like kind of difference there like small small delta like 30 to 120 if, if you think about it so they're all kind of in that middle lane kind of like kind of area and it's kind of hard to say exactly um you know like how you know who, who will be the biggest or you know which will be the biggest and also uh which will be the most useful and and things like this i mean noble uh our mo really is to just demonstrate like to, help, to kind of work with these issuers to use it like in Cosmos infrastructure such as IBC to make these assets like more useful and more available. And, you know, the UX is like seamless and you don't really have to think about things like wrapping and unwrapping. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to say. I'm, I'm not really comfortable with giving a prediction, to be honest, on the RWA um, kind of side in terms of like, to like how, how big of a kind of part of of the next cycle it'll be but i mean that that number of like 500 million outstanding i mean will definitely grow right um it'll definitely grow um another actually interesting statistic um just speaking of like adoption um i read this a couple of days ago um in terms of stable coins uh, themselves they actually make up 10 percent of the overall market cap of crypto assets um overall but they're account for something like 70 percent of transfer volume so as you can see, there is also can be a difference between the actual total market cap and the, um, you know, and, and how like liquid and, and, and kind of transferable it, that asset is. So, you know, that's something to consider. Like sometimes we hear numbers and we think, oh, wow, like that's a big number. But realistically, you know, who, how many users are there? Like how, how often is it being used? Like what are the integration points, et cetera? And so. You know, that's why I'm not super comfortable kind of giving a prediction because there's different ways to kind of measure this. And, uh, you know, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, totally. It was a hard question as well. So I appreciate um, trying to answer that. So, um, yeah, thanks for like coming in, Yelena, and, and kind of sharing some uh, insights into Noble and, and everything else. Um, so just to go, I know you haven't got long. Um, what would you like to see next for Noble and say OmniClick? going forward is there any partnerships or integrations you think would be really good to work on and then yeah that'll be everything so feel free to leave closing thoughts after that yeah i know i love it i love being put I, I love this question um yeah i mean listen i would love to do some sort of like kind of educational campaign or kind of like some sort of um yeah campaign just to kind of demonstrate like how your kind of community of creators and um, even even like listeners and things like this uh, can kind of uh, use USDC kind of on the platform. And, you know, uh, I, I find that OmniFlix has done a great job at kind of um, being an educator in the space and, and definitely facilitating these types of forums, um, you know, whether it's the podcast or, or kind of the kind of broadcast um, 
um, approach. So yeah, I don't know. Let's like let's kind of do education and and kind of make sure that um, folks are kind of brought brought in. Um, that that would be great. One hundred percent. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Uh, obviously, OmniFlex TV could even be leveraged for that. So um, yeah, sounds really great. Yeah, do you have any final thoughts just before you go? If not, obviously, thanks for coming on. It's been a pleasure. No, I think I think that's all. Thank you for like all the great questions, and I really appreciate um, you like having me on and and kind of the being so engaging. And um, yeah, looking forward to um, you know just a great year for for the entire ecosystem, including OmniFlex and and the broader kind of Cosmos space. So thanks so much. Thanks very much, and good luck with all of your work going forward. Um, yeah, all the best, and definitely stay in touch. All right. Um, Super, are you there, by the way? I see you're up as a speaker. How are you doing? Absolutely, I'm here. I'm doing well, and thank you. Welcome, everyone, to Flix Talk 103. And, you know, before I even start, let me just share this, that now, if you have your USDC, Noble USDC in your wallet, you can even use those to tip your favorite creator or video on OmniFlix TV, in case anyone was not aware of that. So it's already there, but that is just a start. So let's just proceed with what we have been up to. And this time I'm not just going to give you fanatics updates. I will also let you know about the new interactive videos and the collections, which has been going live in the last one week. Should we start? All right, uh, let's begin. Yeah. Okay, let's begin. So the about first about the interactive videos, uh, we had snails video by Jackal Protocol. We had Hack Secret Launch by Secret Network. We had How to Invest in Cosmos by Notional. So you can see some very interesting uh, videos there. We had new soundtrack video by Framework Fortune, who is our Genesis creator. We had a video on Cosmos by the podcast. You need to try once about, no, he really does very good podcast. Uh, and shares on Omniflix TV. And there is a new episode by Games of Notes. These are some of the some of the you know, uh, trending videos on Omniflix TV. But even apart from this, something what the subdaw did the past one week was there was a Genesis meetup at Sri Lanka, and we had a campaign that if you are there live, you can you know, share the experience there, take a video. Use a mobile, use a camera, share the experience there. And five of those videos were rewarded with 100 Flix tokens each. So this was A, to encourage people to use OmniFlix TV and to show them how simple it is to create a channel, create a video, and also for those who are not at Sri Lanka, couldn't be there to experience what it was from a cosmonaut's eye to be at the event. This was just about the interactive videos. And uh, in case you were part of our quiz last Saturday, you would have realized that now, even if you don't have Flex, you have any token in Cosmos ecosystem, you would be able to use IBC tip feature and tip your favorite creator or your favorite video with with the token, it will automatically swap that to Flix token, 
and uh, tip the creator in Flix. That's how. Uh, no, I even used one of the tokens, which probably is not even. Uh, no, it doesn't have a pool in Osmosis. So even I was even able to use those. So it probably includes now all the Cosmos ecosystem tokens. Any token you have in your wallet, you will be able to swap those to Flix right from Omniflix TV and tip to your channel or your creator. Now, about the collections. So we had three major collection launches which were curated. The first was Audiflix Monsters NFTs by Don, not Don Kryptonium. It was from Don Nenistinin, who is our general, probably one of the most active uh, NFT creators. He does so many campaigns, giveaways, and uh, was even our guest uh, in the last Fanatics AMA on Discord. And uh, there are 200 NFTs listed for only 30 Flex tokens each. The second collection is Moonflower by Salute Arts. And there are 70 NFTs for only 30 Flex each. The third is Way Out My Stay by Framework Fortune again. And he has 100 NFTs listed for 40 Flex tokens each. Now, these are some major collections which got launched in the past one week, but I will highly, highly recommend that all of three creators are very active on the marketplace. So when you're going to go on any of these collections, maybe also click on the creator address and go to collections and do explore other collections that the creators have launched on the marketplace. So this was about what was happening on the marketplace on the TV but not everything. There's so much more because Sabda was up to certain things past one week for our Flix fam as usual. So I already mentioned about the, what we were doing about the Genesis meetup at Sri Lanka, but there is another uh, now quiz which will be happening. So one quiz will be happening with Flix fanatics and that will be on Telegram this time. There is another story why this is going to be on Telegram. I'll come to that. But this time it will be on Telegram live quiz at 1400 hours on Saturday. But there will be another quiz by Gata Tao on their Discord. And they are rewarding 500 Flix tokens to the participants and winners. And Flix fanatics have decided that they will also be rewarding some Flix tokens to the winners there. So make sure that you do participate in both the quizzes this weekend and make sure that you collect those flex tokens, stake some, maybe use the staking rewards to buy some NFTs and uh, also share those NFTs on Twitter when you mint any NFT on Omniflix Marketplace or if you, if you tip flex tokens on Omniflix TV, share your experience on Twitter and if you have any questions, suggestions, reach out to us. Now, Liam, uh, I mentioned that the quiz will be coming back to Telegram. And I'll tell you the reason why. For the past two weeks, we were doing our quiz on Zili. And what happened is now is we do a lot of, lot of quests on Zili. Uh, probably, I, I think I can, I can probably you know, very confidently say that 
Flix Fanatics Zilli account is probably the most active community subdao Zilli account in Cosmos ecosystem. And I cannot even prove that because in the first 20 days, we have exceeded the number of claims possible on Zilli in a month for a project. And we are not able to not put up new quests until 1st of February because uh, there were so many participants who had come in and uh, claiming those uh, quests and XP tokens, sorry, XP points, that uh, the, the maximum possible quests and claims have already reached by 20th. So we, we were doing quizzes there and it was very, very successful, but we have to now move it to Telegram but rest assured that we do appreciate everything that you guys have done on Zili. And uh, end of this month, there will be announcement, probably a special announcement for the winners. And uh, hopefully we will be able to reward all the people who are active on our Zili quest this three weeks of January. Now, there is another interactive video which has been put up by one of our Genesis creator, Elements of Cosmos. He has put up a GDAO VIP promo NFT giveaway video and if you are participating in that you would be getting an nft and if you are lucky you might even be able to get a special nft which might be eligible for even a eoc token airdrop by them so this and now probably something what we are going to do in the future you know since we started doing our flicks friday we have really got very good uh, interactions, very good participation. And when we are planning to do the next week's Friday, we realized that most of the times we were doing FF, which is Flix Friday. But this time it is going to be FFF, Flix Friday, February. So it has to be special. And uh, all I can say is be ready for 2nd February because this time you would like what you are going to see. That's all I'm going to say. There are a lot of alphas there, but probably I will give the stage back because I'm really excited about all the updates uh, the team will be giving. Since yesterday, we just upgraded our chain to Omniflix Hub V2. And what is Omniflix Hub V2? Right now, it is a secret phase. What you have to choose when you come to claim your proof of participation NFT on Omniflix TV. But that's just a secret phase for right now. But the upgrades, what has happened is going to probably take your experience in Omniflix Hub to a next level. So for that, I will give the stage back to the host and I will come back if required. Thank you. Thank you for the updates there, Super. Um, with regards to Flix Fanatics, um, Looking forward to Flix Friday, February. I hope that goes well. Um, we are not sure if we'll be doing the, uh, I think Sisla might be able to do the Flix updates, the OmniFlix updates, because uh, he can't hear any of us at the moment. So we're, we're a little bit challenged there. Um, I'm going to let him try and speak, um, and then we can react if, if we can hear him. So hopefully he can share some updates. Bear with us. Hey. Uh, thank you, Liam, for coordinating with me on Telegram. I'm glad that you were all able to hear me well. I wasn't able to hear any of you. And uh, due to 
the fear of uh, you know ending the space i did not like experiment a lot with the account so i'll quickly go ahead with some of the engineering updates uh, that we have uh first things first just yesterday we've uh, had the omniflix hub v2 upgrade this has been uh, an upgrade that has been in the works for quite some time now uh, a few months uh, to be honest and this involved uh, quite a lot of uh, effort uh, from a protocol standpoint from the engineering side of things and uh, you know special thanks to our uh, node hosts our validators relayers partners that uh, you know built apps on top of uh, omniflix omniflix hub you know all of them came together uh, to make sure this was as smooth as possible and uh, as successful as possible the success rate uh, here is measured by the total number of uh, issues that uh, you know creators or community does face you know after the upgrade uh, at least at this point in time we do not have uh, many i should say initially there were a few that were concerned about uh, the duration of the upgrade and there were questions around uh, you know what happened to my omniflix tokens and things like that of course after the upgrade uh, when the explorer you know when kepler was uh, back up and running you no know, they could uh, naturally see the tokens and uh, you know their queries got resolved but other than that we did not have much so what did this update include or upgrade include this upgrade included the transition the migration of the nft standard uh, for those of you that want to know more details uh, this is uh, similar to shifting your standard of nfts from the from your own native standard to the erc721 standard if i may say that on in the ethereum world uh, the equivalent to that uh, in the cosmos ecosystem is the xnft standard which is a protocol native nft standard so there are two types of nft standards in the cosmos ecosystem one is the x nft which is a module uh, a cosmos sdk module to handle non fungible tokens and there is another standard called the cw721 which is the cosmos 721 standard uh, and uh, you can see multiple chains such as juno uh, terra all of these uh, utilize the cw721 standard directly uh, and then you have uh, teams like stargaze that uh, extended the cw721 standard uh, similarly omniflix has extended the xnft standard with the onft omniflix nft standard so you know there is the xnft standard within the cosmos ecosystem and uh, extending it with the onft adds more capabilities uh, is uh, probably you can consider this to be uh, you know taking up xnfts and uh, you know putting them on steroids so the kind of power uh, that uh, is delivered to xnfts with the onft is uh, quite huge and uh, you'll soon see more of that so if this is upgrade number 1 you know we had uh, over a million nfts that uh, that were migrated uh, and uh, this process went very smooth again thanks to our testnet validators mainnet validators and all of our node hosts and partners uh this went uh, really really well and uh, smooth and uh, we expected uh, for the upgrade to be uh, to take about an hour it took about an hour 12 minutes so i think we were very uh, close with our estimates and uh, it went really well uh that being said we also now have the 
ability for interchain NFT transfers. That's at a protocol layer right now. There are no UIs, but interchain NFTs are live on Omniflix. If you are a developer, if you want to test things out, uh, definitely do check it out. But uh, as uh, people that have been following Omniflix since a year, uh, around this time last year, there were UIs, uh, interfaces uh, developed primarily for testing interchain NFTs. And the experience will be similar. Uh, I'm 100% sure the experience will be much better than what it was a year ago. Uh, so that is with respect to interchain NFTs. So your NFTs uh, across other ecosystems can now utilize the Omniflix infrastructure and vice versa. Now, if this is a second major uh, point within the upgrade, we also have the stream pay module for the time-based transfer of tokens from one account to another. Uh, up until now, uh, there was gas fees and there was a 50 flicks flat fees for stream creation uh, with the price of the flicks token being volatile. You know, this 50 flicks uh, never remained constant. And uh, you know, caused uh, I won't say issues, but uh, you know, definitely was a point of friction uh, for uh, StreamPass adoption, the protocols adoption. Now we've introduced a model where if you are streaming, say Atom or Osmo, Juno or Huawa, to from one account to another, you should be able to pay the fees, the stream creation fees, right? The payment stream creation fees in the token that you're transferring. So it is a one percent at this point in time. Uh, the yeah, the fees is at one percent. So if you are transferring, say, ten tokens, ten Osmo, uh, you should be able to pay zero point one Osmo and uh, probably get done with it. Or if you're transferring one hundred Osmo from one account to another, uh, all you'll pay is one Osmo as fees. Now, this uh, yeah, this entire experience uh, has been planned, considering uh, Stream Pay to be ready for further adoption across multiple ecosystems and for use uh, with other IBC tokens. And uh, this, is, uh, this has been, and yeah, of course the 1% fee uh, can be controlled by the community through governance. So, you know, if you think this is too high or too low, definitely participate in community discussions. Now, if this is about stream pay, uh, one of the, more exciting updates was uh, the introduction of Token Factory. Uh, token Factory allows you to create your own fungible tokens, uh, issue them right on the Omniflix hub blockchain, and you should be able to utilize all of the Omniflix infra as well as you know, move them around IBC and utilize other protocols for your fungible token. This is, we see this being utilized primarily by communities for their fan tokens, for their creator tokens, community tokens. And with the introduction of smart contracts, you should also see additional tooling uh, around say DAO or DAOs uh, get implemented on Omniflix and all of the communities should have access to that. Now, if this is with respect to the token factory, these are like our four major points when it comes to the upgrade. First, the migration of the NFT standard to interchain NFTs the commission-based model uh, for payment stream creation within the stream pay module. And of course, you have the introduction of token factor. Uh, apart from this, we had updates to the Cosmos Hub SDK version from 0.45 to 
we we've skipped the 0.46 and directly moved to the 0.47 version. So Cosmos SDK 47, as it is popularly referred to. And uh, there were also updates to the RBC module. Uh, there was the introduction of uh, uh, multiple other uh, updates to core modules. And uh, AuthZ is now enabled across all of the modules that you see uh, or that you have within the Omniflix uh, protocol or the chain. So you can utilize, you know, you can take the AuthZ permissions for an account or you can give it to someone else uh, for them to manage all of your assets without you actually losing custody of them. This is a key feature you know, uh, in, the, in building infrastructure for say studios, brands, agencies, because a brand might want to create their own account and hand permissions over to an agency, but uh, would not want to lose access uh, custody of their assets. So this is, uh, you know, although it might be uh, a part of many other Cosmos-based chains, the use case is uh, pretty unique to Omniflix. That being said, uh, these updates, you know, are not all, you know, available in the UI for you to interact today, but that is the plan. Uh, in the next uh, few weeks, you should be able to see more UIs get rolled out. Uh, the Omniflix market and the Omniflix Studio apps are also being updated, uh, not just for this upgrade, but in the prep for the next upgrade, which will introduce Cosmos awesome on Omniflix. So more about the Cosmos awesome testnet. We already have a devnet running. I think uh, for those of you that are regulars, you already know this, uh, but uh, we were waiting for this upgrade before we start ops on the next one, but we are already ready uh, to start a few things off and we should be able to keep you all posted. Uh, yeah, very excited for this one. Uh, quite a lot for every stakeholder, people that want to build communities, people that want to build, uh, you know, that want to like transfer tokens in a different way or integrate them uh, within integrate StreamPay within your app. Uh, people that want to also, of course, you know, have more interoperable standards for NFTs, you know, the developers themselves, you know, they can all now access this infrastructure and uh, of course bring about NFTs to Omniflix and vice versa. Uh, yeah, I think from an engineering standpoint, these are the current updates. Of course, we have a lot that is already in the works, not just for the next upgrade, but even before that. And uh, yeah, uh, exciting things happening with the Akash network and you should be able to see more uh, news on Discord, on the Omniflix Discord in the creators channel, as well as in the Akash uh, network Discord server. So with that being said, I'll hand it back to Liam and Super. Thank you, sister. Thank you. Um, really great. I know you sister can't hear us, but uh, hopefully that gives you some insight to the engineering updates happening at Omniflex. I was looking at the uh, upgrade and thinking there was a lot of changes. So um, yeah, really good stuff. Super, do you have any thoughts specifically on, on the updates coming? Well, <laughs> I actually even have tried some of those and can say that uh, I, I really like the you know where it's going because now uh, if you would have seen one of the tweet today uh, by the bad dog uh, founder that the token the bad dog token on Osmosis is on Omniflix marketplace, but uh, all I can say is that's just a beginning. It's going to be soon like what I just mentioned happened with Omniflix TV. So uh, 
irrespective of uh, what token you hold, where you are, you would be able to use the dApps on Omniflex now and won't be restricted to some of the ease, some of the tokens. That, and then, well, even the experience, the UI experience, everything has been, has been worked on to make it more easier, more accessible. And probably, you know, uh, I'm, I'm sure that uh, this is not part of the updates, but let me, I always love to give alphas to people who stick around to the space and listen to the fanatics. So the alpha is that make sure that you all already put your alarms for the next flex show because it's going to be another special event with a very special guest. And that will be tying up with something which is coming up on Omniflix TV. So make sure that you do participate in our events, quiz, whether it's an AMA, whether it's a daily quest, and set your alarms already for the next Wednesday space. Thank you. Thank you, Super. And also, I think Sisla wanted to share a little bit more very quickly on supporting osmosis tokens on Omniflix. So we're just going to get him back up to speak very quickly. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Liam, again for coordinating on Telegram with me and indicating me to speak. So, fam, uh, I just wanted to share a very small update that if you're on Twitter today, you might have uh, seen a uh, sneak peek of this update. Uh, on the Omniflix market right now, we have support for a token called BadDub. Now, about the community, you can always research, but the significance of this with, uh, um, <laughs> the significance of this with, within the Omniflix ecosystem is that uh, if there is a token on any chain, and if that utilizes, say, Osmosis or Neutron or Kujira or, uh, you know, maybe from the Celestia ecosystem, right? we should be able to support the core blockchains of these ecosystems. For Osmosis, it's the Osmosis zone. For Neutron, it's the uh, Neutron zone. Right? Uh, for Kujira, it is the Kujira uh, core blockchain and uh, so on and so forth. So. With this support, we should be able to bring about any token that exists on each of these blockchains, and we should be able to get them to utilize Omniflex infrastructure. But tomorrow, if uh, say you know we also have Corium uh, concepts uh, in the room here, so quickly talking about them, they're from a different ecosystem, uh, the Corium ecosystem, and if they have tokens that are minted on the Corium blockchain and utilizing their infra. If they want to utilize Omniflix, should be able to support one chain, get all those tokens here, and we should be able to expand the use of Omniflix infrastructure to each of these communities. Now, if there is a lot of demand for this token from Osmosis or Corium or Kujira or Neutron, then we should be able to relay something natively so that the community can directly onboard themselves utilizing from, say, Neutron or Osmosis or Kujira or Corium directly to Omniflix, right? Uh, there are multiple, you know, such use cases. So Bad Dog is a token that's actually issued on the Chihuahua blockchain, right? Uh, they're a token factory token on the Chihuahua blockchain. 
that has been IBC to osmosis. And that IBC token from osmosis is now on OmniFlex. So the significance of this is huge. You know, we're pretty stoked to introduce this. Uh, we could not wait for the next version of the marketplace to be able to introduce this. And, uh, you know, with support rolling, we intended to try this out. But, uh, you know, definitely, and I don't know all the issues or, you know, any, any edge cases we might have to handle. But uh, this is OmniFlex getting ready for future community expansion. And uh, if this is with respect to the market with OmniFlex TV, uh, obviously keeping creation of channels, uh, minting of NFTs, you know, right within TV, you know, all of these uh, are really exciting as well and will promote the use of OmniFlex infra quite a lot, not only within the Cosmos ecosystem, but uh, the wider ecosystem. Uh, that being said, I will hand it back, hand it over to Liam and Super. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, uh, Sisla. Uh, again, I know you can't hear me, but hopefully everyone listening that was really insightful from Sisla about um, how different tokens across different chains could be utilized by OmniFlix, particularly if they're going through osmosis. Um, I actually haven't got too much more to share on my side. Um, the plan for the space was to have Sisla hosting with me co-hosting. Um, and I've kind of ended up in the host role. Um, and and super on your side, is there any kind of updates you have? Anything else to share or anything we should maybe chat about? I suppose this was uh, the major updates, uh, what we wanted to share in the space. But uh, keep an eye on OmniFlix uh, network Twitter channel and uh, on Flix Fanatics, because there will be a lot of those which will be rolling and this will keep happening until we reach our second chain anniversary on 22nd of February, 2024. So I suppose this is a good time to probably wrap the space and uh, make sure that you claim your proof of participation NFT on OmniFlix TV, guys. Try the IBC tip token. Maybe try any token apart from Flex and see how it was. And uh, Keep an eye on the updates. That's it. All right. So I guess we I've messaged Sisler to let him know to kind of end the space. So we should get kind of uh, ended any second. Uh, but just quick shout out to everyone tuning in. Um, we always have these kind of issues on Twitter spaces. Um, there's always some kind of problem, but we keep going forwards. I think it was a great space. Appreciate all of you here. So people like Seam, Korean Concepts, Farmer, Flix Fanatic. Tardigrades, Snails, good to see you again. Mr. Fox, every one of you, can't list you all one by one, but appreciate every single one of you tuning in. Uh, and we will end the space. See you all next week. Thank you all. Uh, I'm not too sure if uh, Liam uh, wrapped it up. Uh, I'm sure they did, but uh, thank you all for joining in to Flickstock 103. And uh, yeah, tune in again next Wednesday at 2 p.m. UTC for Flickstock 104 as we share even more updates about the about everything happening in the Flixverse and the vital cosmos ecosystem. Thank you all. Have a great weekend. Mom.
motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey what could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works and we'll see what other kinds of trash is under the dirt we rape them under the earth sit and wonder about the worth and plate ring around the rosy while the thunder is served motherfuckers walking around here looking faceless trying to make a living selling friendship bracelets dead ends dragging out the max amount of payments red down days got them acting all bankless yo fam what check these token knocks they probing this bear flexing broken honest i had to lay my soul down i'm just roasting knotters and then to end a long day 11 bowls of chronic never known the politic i was born to frolic it's been my policy to pollinate all over the plot we got a lot of apologists jumping in at the top we like to measure their velocity before they hit rock bottom over impossible loss It's all moss and I'm liking the odds Fondue in the morning forming mycological bonds Click the cap though the road is highly involved Flip a coin diary falls Motherfuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the burbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Trying to figure out the max amount of dinner lace Stacked in non-toxic just to get a better place Smacking on the hostage like the shit is played for keeps Clowns white knight and all these Maybellines They call it implausible when model after model keeps on Ripping off the coat and going full throttle beats Tearing apart your communitility All these low hanging fruits bearing zero liquidity Got a planet in reach coming standard to each I'm on the back ten stargazing after the siege Commanding all the management to grab a few seats And then we'll round up the beasts and send a messenger east Y'all better sign a release when I'm bumping these beats Hands up if I got motherfuckers drumming the streets Yo, we got a few dubs, we got a couple defeats And if you're coming for the king, you better have some of each Motherfuckers fuckers screaming out loud looking for mercy Before they find themselves working a corner down in Jersey What could be worse? Misrepresenting the first come first serve Mentality stuck in the verbs I'll be numbing up first before discovering what works And we'll see what other kinds of treasures under the dirt We rape them under the earth Sit and wonder about the worth and play Ring around the rosy while the thunder is served Tell the spaces. <laughs>